Memoirs of a Victorian Detective. It is widely regarded that the researches of Dr. Luke Vercluse have greatly advanced the cause of criminal detection. However, whilst working alongside myself and Inspector Murder, the esteemed doctor met with several setbacks as well as successes, including the case of the pilfering pioneer. Who knew London could look so beautiful? Gazing at it from several miles away helps. But all the same, there's nothing like a picnic on Hampstead Heath. Just listen to those birds twittering away. Oh, serenity itself. <coughs> Anyone want the last pork pie? Help yourself. Not so fast, Constance. Oh, you want to fight for it, do you, science man? No, no. I mean, this is the perfect opportunity to test my latest invention. Here we go. Oh, how exciting. What have you made this time? This, my dear Adelaide, is an extendo arm. It's a reaching faraway objects. I've mounted this prop hand on a concertina of pivoted rods operated via these levers. I just have to gently manipulate the controls like so and... Ow! <laughs> Inspector, I'm so sorry. Not to worry, Luke. No harm done. A bit early for the stars to be coming out, isn't it? That's your best one yet. How much do you want for it? Botheration. I failed again. All of my latest inventions have been one absolute dud after another. Nonsense. Don't be so downhearted, Luke. What about that anti-theft bicycle lock you invented? It got stolen. Your vibrating scarecrow did a good job at keeping the birds out the garden. It killed them. The portable heater you made worked perfectly well. It was supposed to be an icebox. Now, now, Luke. I mean, there's no need for tears. Oh, here. Let me wipe them for you. Ow! You missed. No, I didn't. You're all very kind, but it's true. It's all been codswallop. I've no right to call myself a scientist. Don't be silly. You just need a bit of a boost. It can't be easy concentrating at the agency, what with certain people creating distractions all day and night. Yeah, Adelaide. Perhaps you should pay the Royal Institution a visit. You're always saying it's where the real science happens. Yes. Yes, you're right. It might do me good to surround myself with my fellow inventors again. Then that's sorted. Consider it an official secondment to get the old noggin re-energised. Thank you, Inspector. In fact, I shan't wait. I'll head over there right now and get straight to work. Oh, take some sandwiches with you. Good idea. Well then, I shall see you all once I've ascended the great peak of scientific invention. Won't be seeing him again then. Constance? Whoa, we all know he's about as much use as tits on a kipper. Anyway, I'm off as well. Of course. The monthly payday pub crawl. And over the readies, PC punch bag. Here. That'll do me. Right, cheerio. Whose turn is it to follow her this month? Yours. I'd offer to help, but we've got Detective Davies coming over first thing to give us some cases to work on, and Constance Watch never involves an early night. Oh. <sighs> Very well. Let's pack up and be on our way. <laughs> you know, this extender arm could be a hit of an idea. With a few adjustments, of course. I wonder if... Yep, definitely a hit. Unbound Theatre presents Inspector Murder Inspect. Created by Dario Knight and Gareth Johnson. Episode 2, An Invention. Oh, it's good to be back amongst equals. I say, the cruise, isn't it? Professor Wallace, 
Good heavens, it's been years. Good to see you again, old man. Last thing I heard, you were working for some detective chappy. That's right. Inspector Murder. We have an agency. Read in the paper you had been massacring blackbirds. I wouldn't call it a massacre. More of an unintentional cult. Entire species almost extinct, they said. Still, stops them from shitting all over the place, so bloody good work. Thank you. Come and have a look at what some of our chaps have been working on. This is Professor Stevens. Hello there. See that glass dish she's carrying? The bacteria on there might just cure the common cold. My word. What a discovery. That's absolutely not true. Ah. Still, it was only a theory. Moving on. Bloody amateurs. Pay no heed. We all make mistakes. Don't we just? Now come and see this American chap, Mr. Eastman. Hi there. He's just finished this electronic food mixer. I have indeed. This little baby's going to revolutionize home baking. Watch me whip up this cake mix here. I say, that's incredible. May I have a go? Be my guest. I've never been one for baking, but I do love licking the batter off the whisk. Can you still do that with this... Shut it off, man! Shut it off! Blimey! That was a bit of a mouthful. I think you should be moving along now, sir. This way, Vecluse. Sorry about that. (laughs) Look, I know it's stimulating being among fellow innovators, but just calm yourself. You're attracting a lot of attention. Yes, I can see them all staring. Ooh. Now, what's this? Fella named Daimler brought that over, called it a Reitwagen, a motorized bicycle. Now, that is something. I wonder how it works. Uh, probably best not a tamper, old chap. You don't want to... Ah, yes. I think I can see the principles behind it. If I, if I just... Oh, oh, my oh, God! Oh, 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 oh. Where, where are the brakes? Ah! Ah! <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. I, I, I can only, only apologise. <laughs> I, I think I'd better be going. Here we are, tea and the last of the cake from the picnic. Thank you. Um, this isn't one of Constance's, is it? No, she made the nut roast. Was that the thing made out of? Testicles. Be glad you weren't here the time she made sausage rolls. They got bigger the tighter you held them. Uh Uh-huh. I keep thinking about Luke. He seems so deflated. All he needs is a breakthrough with one of his experiments and he'll be on the up again. So are you looking forward to our first case tomorrow? (laughs) What is it? Just our first case. Like a double act. Vaughn and Norder consulting detectives. Norder and Vaughn, surely? I suppose. Experience before charm. (laughs) I'm not sure what the inspector would make of that. Still, who knows what the future holds. I wonder how he's getting on with Constance. I suspect he's in for anything but a quiet night. Only she could orchestrate a bar brawl to four four time. All right, Boyle, having fun. Fun? I've followed you around six different pubs, and in every one you've started a damn riot. I know. I'm aiming for a perfect ten. It's a dog and death next. 
no, no more. I'm fed up being jostled about by a bunch of drunken hooligans with, with hygiene problems. Here, what did you call us? Um... You said you were a sweaty lump of melting lad with a face like a warthog slapped ass. Oh, yeah. Wait till I get hold of you, sunshine. No, uh, please. <laughs> Glad we cleared that up. Come on, lads. Let's go beat the shit out of the pub up the road. Yeah! <laughs> melting lard, then, am I? I think it was um sweaty melting lard. <laughs> but that's uh, beside the point. Yeah. Um, as is the warthog slapped at rear end. Um, yeah, well, what really matters <laughs> is that I'd very much like to purchase you a drink, my stout. Friend. Go on then. A pint of your finest, please, barkeep. No, I can do, Petal. That Welsh woman's drunk us dry. Oh dear. Um, perhaps we could try the uh, the, the dog and duck. What a fool! A wretched, wretched fool! I'll never be able to show my face again. <sighs> At least I've got this old place to hide away in. Visit a for you, Doctor for clues. Watkins, what are you doing here at this hour? The inspector said I was to make sure there was plenty of buckets to hand in your housekeeper's room. Reckon she'd be a bit under the weather in the morning. Must be payday. I was on my way up the stairs when this gentleman called for you. Says he's a fellow scientist. Not another one. Tell him it's unkind to gloat. Too right. Truth is, Squire, I came to congratulate you. Hey? Oh. Well, you better come in then. I'll leave your gents to it. Dr Edwin Royston Smith. Pleasure to meet you. It's very kind of you to call. Although I don't quite grasp what it is I'm to be congratulated for. Your latest article in the Inventor's Almanac, of course. All about how you created steam-powered poultry. Bloody incredible, it was. Blimey, you really read that thing? Most scientists I know just buy it for the photographs of the, um, spectroscopes. Oh, too stimulating for me, Gav. But I read your paper and thought, Ed, you got to shake that bloke's hand. Well, that's very flattering. I'd be happy to sign a copy if you have it about you. I forgot to bring it with me, didn't I? Still, I wouldn't say no to having a butcher's at this amazing cock of yours. A chicken. I'm afraid I don't have it just now. It, um, it, it blew up. Oh. Just like my electrostatic toothbrush and my food machine and, the, and my lie detector. All those fellows at the Royal Institution were right to laugh. I'm a fool. Royal Institution be damned. I've read all your stuff in the journals. A mine like yours... Deserves a bloody fanfare. That really is very good of you to say. Sorry I've nothing to show you at the moment. Mind you, I've got some sandwiches wrapped up. Perhaps we could discuss the finer matters of research over a bite to eat. I'll be delighted, me old son. Excellent. Pull up a chair. Ah. I'm afraid they're a little on the lumpy side. Our housekeeper has a habit of slicing the bread with a rusty broadsword. She sounds a little eccentric. Hold on to that modest thought and pray you never have cause to reevaluate it. Hey, you know, I've always reckoned someone ought to invent a contraption to slice a loaf evenly before it's wrapped up. It'll prevent a lot of ruined luncheons and hospital visits. Bloody hell. What? Oh, sorry, I've done it again, haven't I? You're right, it's a crap idea, absolute sewage. No, Governor, it's a jackpot idea. Hey? Slice bread? Well, it would be the greatest invention since... Well, since anything, you're a genius, Dr. Vercluse. I do have my moments. <laughs> Listen, not wanting to be bold, but can I stay and watch you knocking the thing up? I won't be a bother, it'd just be a privilege to see you at work. 
Well, I... I don't see why not. Yes, absolute. It'd be jolly wonderful to have a fellow inventor about the place. You can give me a hand. We shall start at once. Laura, are you in there? Hold on a second. Morning, Inspe... What on earth happened to you? I've been up all night looking for her. I've tried everywhere. The parks, the docks, six different prisons. Oh. Oh what? I'm afraid you had a wasted search. She arrived back here just after three. I had to come in and go to bed. The snoring was deafening. That slippery little... Good morning, all. Gosh, Inspector, are you all right? Inspector, Laura, Adelaide... Come quickly, I've had a breakthrough. Oh, he sounds cheerier. Shall we? You go. I want to have a word with Sleeping Beauty. Don't be too long. Detective Davies will be here soon. Constance, I have spent the entire... Dear God, what have you done in here? What's that smeared all over the... What? There's a half-dead... How is that thing standing of its own accord? And what have you got? Constance! Constance, wake up! I'm still steaming. Wait, what are you doing in my room? You know the rules. Never mind that. What is this doing here? What's what? This. Oh, I forgot about that. Found it on my way home. It's... It's... It's the head of Lord Nelson. Yep. From the statue on the column. Big boy, wasn't he? Why did you... I mean, how did you... Oh, no. What? Detective Davies. He's coming to visit this morning. Christ, what if he sees this? It'll be all over the papers by now. Did anyone see you? Did you leave any evidence behind? Of course I didn't. I'm not an amateur. Well, we need to hide this until he's gone. Then we'll have to think of how to get rid of it. <laughs> Don't panic. <laughs> Stay calm. <laughs> Stealiness is all. <laughs> You're getting hysterical! Ow! That was uncalled for. Next time it'll be the face. Now shut up and keep everyone downstairs. What are you going to do? I'm going to stay here with Horatio and see that every man does his duty. Kiss me, Nelly. As if getting shot in the back wasn't suffering enough. Morning. Sorry I had to get dressed before I... Oh, hello there. Good morning, miss. Dr Edwin Royston-Smith at your service. Edwin's a follower of my work, Laura. He's been helping me to perfect my latest invention. Ta-da! What is it? It's a bread slicing machine. Luke and Edwin have been showing me how it works. Look how evenly it cuts the loaf. Perfect for toast. Wow! Look, this is, this is incredible. Sliced bread. Why, that's the best thing since... Well, ever. 
It's a game changer, all right. I've already sent Watkins off to the patent office with a copy of the design. We should hear back this afternoon. Back quickly. They hurry my applications through because I'm such a reliable customer. 60 patents this month alone. None successful, of course, but that's all about to change. In the meantime, I know a financier who I'm certain will want to invest in getting this beauty to market. We should head over there now. Strike while the toast's hot. Isn't it exciting? It's wonderful. Congratulations, Luke. And to you, Dr Smith. None of my doing. I was just sitting in. Right then, Gov. Shall we be on our merry way? Let me grab the prototype. Here we go. Wish us luck. Good luck. Hurry back. You were right. He's a different man. He's really outdone himself this time. Look at those slices. No spots of rust or blood anywhere. We'll have to buy one for Constance. Morning, Miss Norder. I hope you don't mind. Dr Verclues, let me in. Not at all, Detective. This is our new associate, Adelaide Vaughan. Adelaide, this is Detective Davies of Scotland Yard. He worked with the inspector and Luke before they retired. Pleased to meet you. A pleasure. Would you like some toast? That's kind, but no, I've rather a busy day ahead and... Blow me down. Would you look at those even slices? Luke's latest invention. Ah, Inspector, there you are. Ah! I mean... Hello? Everything all right? Yes. Uh, just, um, getting in my morning scream. The latest thing. They say it's essential for a balanced lifestyle. <laughs> Every morning, <laughs> you know. <clears throat> ah! <laughs> just like that. Indeed. Have some coffee, Inspector. Thank you. You were saying you've a busy caseload, Detective. All that's been put on hold after this morning, of course. You must have read the papers. Someone's stolen the head off Nelson's column. Ah! Two, three, four. Ah! Two, three, four. Ah! It does wonders for the circulation. Have you any idea who's responsible? Not yet. I must hurry back to Trafalgar Square to help with the investigation, but I wanted to hand over these first. A few cases for you. Fairchild and Sons have had a break-in. A fellow called Lloyd, I think it was, has reported he's had a briefcase stolen from Paddington Station four days in a row. And a Mrs Archer has had her bag snatched. You were right when you said they'd be low-key. Then perhaps the Rochford case will be more to your liking. Chap was nearly burned to death in his own office. We reckon it was an accident, but he claims it's arson. Worth a quick interview, he's in St Bart's Hospital. That's more like it. We'll head straight there. Much obliged. I'll pop back when I can for an update and uh, perhaps to sample that perfectly sliced toast of yours. It's been good to see you again, Miss Norder, and a pleasure to make your acquaintance, Miss Vaughan. Do give my regards to your housekeeper. What housekeeper? I haven't got a housekeeper. <laughs> Never had one. I, I keep my own house, thank you very much. Do you mean Miss Surveillance has resigned? No. Yes. Yes, she's gone. Yeah, long gone. Yeah, haven't seen her for months. Yeah, back in Wales, I suspect. Far, far away from London. Oh my word. Yes, yeah. Nowhere near the place. <gasps> His brain's tired. He's been working on an all-nighter. I see. <laughs> Don't suppose you saw anyone with the head of Lord Nelson wandering the streets, did you? Huh? <laughs> yes, very funny. <laughs> yes. Well, you get some sleep, Inspector. I'll see you soon. Good morning, Detective. It was Constance, wasn't it? Yes. The head's upstairs. Uh-huh. She's violating it. Yep. Spiffing. Don't worry. It'll all be fine. You follow that lead Davies left and keep him away from here. Constance and I can't return the head while the police are all over the crime scene, so we'll just have to find somewhere safer to hide it until we can think of a plan. Right you are. Come on, Adelaide. 
See you later, Inspector. Do help yourself to some toast. Thank you. Bugger me, that's evenly sliced. Then, with a press of this lever... Good gracious! There you are, Sir Lumsden. A perfectly sliced loaf. At the moment, the bread just sits on this tray, but imagine mounting the slices to a conveyor belt. Mass production! Every bakery in England will want one of these beauties. No, bigger. Every bakery in the ruddy empire. This really is quite the contraption, Dr Fucluse. You know, I'd go so far as to say it that it's the best thing since... Uh, 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 Geoffrey, finish my idiom for me, would you? It's the best thing since unsliced bread, sir. Oh, heavens no. That'll never catch on. Does this mean you'll invest in it? I'd be a dashed fool not to. It's a deal. Oh, oh, wonderful. Oh, that's glorious. Simply glorious. Geoffrey, draw up the contract and notify the bank. Certainly, Sir Lumsden. Handy fella to have reviewing the prospects is Geoffrey. Fancied himself as a bit of an innovator at one time, but alas, it was not to be. Yes, I thought his face looked familiar. Perhaps we've been to the same symposium at one time or another. Now then, we must celebrate. Where shall we go to toast this prosperous new venture then, eh? Oh, I know the place. The Royal Institution. I'll show that parade of prancing poseurs who's the real failure. Uh, I wonder if that's wise, Gov. I have to confess, I'm not all that welcome at the old institute. The geezers there have been a bit judgmental of my humble work. You too? I'm so sorry, Edwin. We'll have the last laugh soon enough, though. As for lunch... I know. You must take us to the birthplace of this most ingenious of inventions. Your laboratory. That's a cracking idea. Very well. Yes. Yes, we can tell the inspector and Laura all about the good news. They'll be thrilled. Away we go, then. Hold on. Better not forget the prototype. Oh, it will come to no harm if left here, surely. Oh, of course not, but, well... I'd feel more at ease knowing it was close by. Silly, I know, but... Um... I quite understand. The creator cannot be far from his creation. Now then, lead the way, my mechanical maestro. Come on, Constance. Where are you? <coughs> what the... Your carriage awaits, your ladyship. Where did you get that from? Nicked it. What? You... Only you could try and solve one crime by committing another. Oh, shut your cockhole and load Nelly in the back. I know somewhere we can hide him until the heat's off. He's quite heavy. Oh, that's a pity. Carefully your ass doesn't collapse under the strain. Oh, there. Right then. Ooh, we should get going. Oh, best to uh, keep it to a trot. Yeah, yeah, don't want to arouse suspicion. Bugger that! Ward 7, this is the one. Oh, that must be him over there. Mr Rockford? Yes? I'm Laura Norder and this is Adelaide Vaughan. Detective Davies sent us to ask about your accident. Morning. Accident? It was nothing of the sort. I was attacked. Someone tried to kill me. We're so sorry, Mr Rockford. Perhaps you could explain what happened in the lead-up to the fire. It was at your office, I gather? I'm a perfumer. Been at it for years, trade mostly, but I've turned my hand at mixing my own recipes as well. Sounds like a snifty enterprise. 
As a matter of fact, it is. No, I meant... Uh, do go on. After something of a barren patch of new ideas, last Thursday I made a breakthrough. A new blend that could make my fortune. The sweet smell of success? How do you know what it was called? I was just guessing. Sorry. I gave some to my wife to try, and she said it was like someone had bottled heaven. Sounds like the bees sneeze. <clears throat> or perhaps not. I sent the patent application off for the recipe, and a few days later my office burnt to the ground with me in it. The police report said it was an accident, a stray ember from the fire? Nonsense. I'd never leave a fire unattended until I was certain it was out. But you mark my words, one of my competitors is to blame. You think they could sense something was up? It happened before, years ago. The first recipe I worked on, a rival firm had someone break in and steal my notes. And now it's happened again. Everything up in smoke just when I was about to hit the big time. I know it's them. You smelled a rat. But surely only you and the patent office knew of the scent if it was still just a recipe. No rival can have well... Caught wind of it? It was them, I'm telling you. Look, why don't you go and ask them questions? I've drawn up a list of them. Here. The police weren't interested, but it has to be one of them. Please say you'll find out. I've lost the new blend, but I'll not lose my professional pride. We'll do whatever we can. You must get some rest. Yes, you've given us more than enough to be going along with. Good day. Good day. So what do we do? I don't buy the idea that it was another perfumer. We need to talk to the patent office and verify he submitted the application. We can stop by Trafalgar Square and see if Detective Davies will come with us. Otherwise we might not get in. You knows best. Stop it. <laughs> the poor man nearly died. We need to work out if it was really an accident and, if it wasn't, make sure whoever's responsible doesn't try a second time. Here we are, Doctor for Clues. Dear me, I've had too much already. Nonsense. One last toast to the man of the hour, whose shining intellect has delivered the innovation of this century. And I must say, I couldn't be more excited to be getting a slice of the profits. <laughs> Cheers. 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 Now then, where might a chap drain his barrel, so to speak? <laughs> This stuff goes straight through me. <laughs> Up the stairs, first door on the left. Thank you, sir. I shall return momentarily. What a day. A just reward for a brilliant mind. Edwin, I can't thank you enough. And I simply can't take all the credit for this. It's not right. I wouldn't dream of claiming a penny of the fortune to come, Gov. It was my pleasure just to see a fellow scientist achieve what they deserve. I never asked. What field do you specialise in? I'm a dabbler in physics and engineering, much like your good self. I have a small workshop on the outskirts of town, catering to some blokes I know in the old industrial trade. It's not the most robust work, not what you'd call stimulating, but puts bread on the table, so to speak. <laughs> Certainly not as exciting as solving crimes, I'd wager. Oh, it's not all that eventful, really. Apart from the old explosion or three, most of the time I'm just down here tinkering. To what end, I wonder? Big pop? When the word gets out about this bread slicer, the great wide world will want to know. What inspires the great Dr. Vercluse? Well, I... I don't often think of that. Hmm. I think if I... If I had a hope for my work, it's... It's to make things easier, I suppose. Necessity being the mother of invention and all that. I know sliced bread might not be the most stunning of inventions, but perhaps it'll make someone's life easier in its own way. 
We forget how hard living day-to-day -day can be, don't we? Those thousand little tasks to be done just to keep our lives afloat on the old sea of troubles. They soon mount up. Such a mass of duties weighing down on us, taking away the time to stop and just, well, be. I doubt I'll ever change the world by any means, but maybe, with all my little gadgets, maybe those myriad tasks might become a bit easier to accomplish. And then people could claim back a little of their lives, just to be for a while before turning back to the chaos of it all. Upon my soul, wouldn't that be worth all the effort in the world? Here's to you, sir. Fact remains, I'd never have thought of this slice of gizmo were it not for meeting you, Edwin. And your help with the fabrication saved me a great deal of time indeed. And then there's Sir Lumsden. I'd never have even heard of him, let alone met him, were it not for you. I was only too happy to lend a hand. Yes. You know, a little assistance might not go amiss around here from time to time. Imagine what other wonders we could come up with by working together. There's more than enough room here to bring in your own projects, too. You'd make a first-rate research partner. If you'd accept, of course. Dr. Vercluse, I'll be bloody honoured. Excellent. I tell you what, there's another loaf of bread in the pantry. What say I go and grab it, and we'll rustle up some celebratory sandwiches? Too right. I'll be right back. And it's Urban Glory leading the pack with Thatch Tooth close behind and Jolly Thumper third by a nose. Thatch Tooth edging forward now as they head into the home straight. And what's this? There's a horse and cart on the course. Yucky da! It's hurtling up track, gaining on the leaders on the outside. I've never seen such speed. It's closing in on Jolly Thumper now on Hope and Glory. And it's neck and neck with Thatch Tooth. They're nearly at the finish. Only a few furlongs to go. And oh my god, she's got a gun. <laughs> Down goes Thatch Tooth, and the insane woman with the rifle wins the Brunswick yeah! Cup. Constance! We're supposed to be keeping a low profile. Lighten up. See that farm across the way? That's where we're headed. A mate of mine owns the place. He's got some proper transport we can borrow to get Nelly back where he belongs without the Rosas seeing us. Oh, some good news at last. Let's go. We'll pay him a visit after we've collected the winnings. This is the office, G. Turnbull. According to the woman at reception, he's the chap who looks at the patents for all of Greater London. Let's get searching. Okay. Miss Norder, I'm more than happy to help you with this, but we don't actually have a warrant to search this building. Trust me, Detective, if there's anything suspect about that fire, then we'll find the connection here. Either Rockford's lying about the patent and is looking to make an insurance claim, or someone really did intercept the application. Either way, the search starts here. All the same, it's not the done thing. Give me two minutes and the thing will be done. Then we can leave. Let's hope Mr Turnbull isn't on his way back. Would you mind keeping a lookout, Detective? Under protest. There's nothing here, only internal paperwork. Where are all the applications? Perhaps he's finished with them and sent them on. I'll try his desk drawer. Locked. Hmm. I think perhaps we should take that as a prompt to move along. Once we're back at the yard, I shall raise a warrant and we can come back with the proper... Got it. How? I picked the lock. Where did you learn to do that? I'm good with my hands. Here we are, more files. This really is most improper. Look! He's made a list of applicants and their addresses. Why has he crossed some of them out, do you think? There's Mr Rockford's details. So he wasn't lying about the paperwork. Who else? Mr Thomas Fairchild of Fairchild and Sons Textiles. I've heard that name before. It was in one of the case files I left you, the break-in. They'd had a load of equipment stolen. 
Here's their application. They had a patent pending on a new safety guard for the looms. What equipment got stolen exactly? I'm afraid I don't recall. Who else is on the list? Gwendolyn Archer of Paget Road, patent pending on a new design for an eyeglass. Archer? That was the woman who had her bag stolen in the street. After her, Bernard Lloyd of Southwark. The chap with the vanishing briefcases. What's the betting one of Lloyd's cases and Archer's bag contained their prototype inventions and that Fairchild's factory's been relieved of its safety guards? You mean Turnbull's hunting them down? I see. He waits for an application to come in and then either steals the prototype or tries to destroy it like Mr Rochford's perfumery. Then he gets rid of the paperwork, pretends it never existed, claims the inventions as his own and sells them for a small fortune. Right. We've got an arrest to make. Only he's not here. Perhaps he's gone to find another applicant. Who's next on the list after Lloyd? Oh no. Here we are. A fresh loaf. Edwin? Oh my word, what's happened? Is that... blood? Stay where you are, Dr Fucluse. Sir Lumsden? What's this? Have you... Is Edwin... Only concussed. Not my handiwork. You recall my colleague, Geoffrey. Hello again, Doctor. What happened to your beard? And your dark glasses? And your incongruously large sideburns? They were a disguise. <gasps> of course! I thought I recognised you. You're the man from the patent office. I'm amazed it's taken you this long, given the countless times you've been to see me with your useless junk. Mr Turnbull and I have set up a rather nifty operation. He nabs the best ideas that cross his desk. We steal the prototype and scare off the original inventor. And then I get the gadget on the market and make us a fortune. But Edwin sent me to you. He said... I dallied with funding an idea of his years ago. Came to nothing, but the sycophantic creep would keep trying to impress me. Now, give me the machine. Never. Don't make me cock my gun again. Surely you can't do that unless you... I see. Hand the device to Mr Turnbull, Doctor. Oh, breadcrumbs. I suppose I've not much choice. Here. Excellent. Come on, Geoffrey. What's that? It's the slicer. I think that bullet of yours might have ricocheted. I must check the hydraulics. If you just let me... Don't um... try and stall us. We're leaving. Ugh. Edwin, you're all right, thank goodness. Now stay here. I must warn Mr Lumsden. Dr Vaclouse, wait. I shan't be long. Here we are, Trafalgar Square. Constance, we're supposed to be returning the head without being noticed. And? And we're in a bloody great hot air balloon! Yeah, but them down there won't be able to make us out up here, though, will they? I suppose you're right. Here's Nelly's shaft. Column. Let's stick his head back on and get going. Give us a lift. Bloody hell, it's... I mean, it, it's a wonder we got off the ground. Easy! <gasps> Sorted. It's on backwards. So? Means he gets to see the other half of the square for a bit. Must get sick of staring at the same view every day. You up there, stop in the name of the law. Off we go! <laughs> Shit, they punctured it! Balance! Still, we're getting away. Almost at Leicester Square already. <laughs> Lucky there's a strong wind. Not strong enough. We're losing altitude. Should we give it another blast of hot air? No point. We need to jettison some weight. Surely the head of the statue was enough. 
I mean, Constance. Yes, Flower? You've got that look in your eye. Come here, boy No! Oh, get away! You, you, you can't! You... No! Bloody lucky that fountain was there to break his fall. <sighs> right then. Homeward bound. Who's that coming out of the agency? I don't know, but they've got the bread slicer. You there, Halt. I want a word with you. Run, Geoffrey! After them! Sir Longston, Geoffrey, please stop! I think there's something wrong with the... Bread slicer. Dear God, Geoffrey, are you all right, men? Speak to me. My everything hurts. But you're alive. That's what counts. Let me help you up. Now then, sir, I think you'd better come with me. Change of plan. You're on your own, Jeff. Tell them nothing. Not more running. Wait, what's that up in the sky? Incoming! By the saints. I didn't know Constance owned a hot air balloon. She doesn't. Ah. She's flying a bit low, isn't she? She's coming into land. In fact, it looks like she's headed for... Get away! No, don't! Ah! Excellent work, madam. You've helped us apprehend a dangerous criminal. All in the line of duty, officer. Laura, Adelaide, how did you know I was in danger? We'll explain later. What the hell's going on here? Edwin, thank goodness you're all right. How's your head? Good grief, there's barely a scratch on you. Damn my head, where's Lumsden? Under that balloon. And the slicer? Up in smoke, I'm afraid. Then we'd better knock up a replacement right away. Yes, though I suspect making the hydraulics less volatile might take more than one night. Needs more work, I fear. What? What's going on? Inspector, you're soaking wet. Balloon. Constance. Jettisoned. Fountain. Of course. I must commend you on your choice of staff, Inspector. These two young colleagues of yours have cracked an entire spate of cases in one afternoon. Excellent. As it happens, um, Constance and I have solved that little problem of Nelson's column for you as well. Really? How so? Easy enough when you put your head to it. (laughs) Inspector, I hope you don't mind, but I've asked Edwin here to join us as my research assistant. He's been most helpful already with my little invention. Mind? Of course not. The more the merrier. Oh, that's dead kind of you, sir. Much obliged. And if your next invention is half as good as the first, I'd say the two of you working together might just be the best thing since sliced bread. (laughs) (laughs) I don't get it. Inspector Murder Inspects was created by Dario Knight and Gareth Johnson. It starred Alistair Sanderson as the inspector, Emily Pugh as Laura, Joe Pratt as Constance, and Andrew Faber as Luke. With Stephanie Hull as Adelaide, Gareth Johnson as Edwin Daimler and the Barfly, David Alt as Detective Davies and commentator, Robert Aldington as Lumsden, John North as Jeffrey, TJ Lee as Wallace, Archie Wilson as Stevens, Daniel McGinty as Eastman, Erica Sanderson as Watkins and the Landlady, and Stephen J. Davies as Rochford. Music was by Kevin MacLeod and Matt Black, and editing by Gareth Johnson. It was produced and directed by Dario Knight for Unbound Theatre.